This is Points North, a show from Interlochen Public Radio, where we hear about life in northern Michigan through the news, the people, and the places. I'm Max Johnston, filling in for Dan Wanshura. This week on the show, tribes try to bring sturgeon back to Michigan's waters. In my lifetime, the sturgeon were almost gone in a lot of places. But first, Maple City might not seem like the most obvious place to build a curling ice rink. But for one Leelanau County resident, it seemed like a perfect place to start his dream. Where I choose to live, where I love to be, would be better than schlepping into town every day. Reporter Dan Wanshura went to Maple City to see what's sweeping through Leelanau County. The temperature outside today is over 80 degrees, but inside the Leelanau Curling Club, it's just about 40. There's a big 147 by 32 feet sheet of ice, enough for two curling lanes. It's all a dream come true for David Gersonson. I've accomplished some things in my life, and uh, this is by far and away uh, what makes me the most proud. Gersonson is the founder and commissioner of the newly opened Leelanau Curling Club. The commissioners of, of baseball and football, basketball, they have so much power you know, within the league, and I always thought it would be so much fun to be able to run a sports franchise or a sports league, and... And, well, I, I've succumbed to saying that this is the, as close as I'm ever going to get. <laughs> so. Now, curling, if you don't know, is an Olympic sport played on a sheet of ice. Players push heavy granite stones down the ice and try to land them closest to a target painted in the ice. Teammates use a curling broom to sweep the ice in front of the stone to make it glide a little bit farther. There's no games being played this afternoon, but a few locals are here to practice. Whenever I watch curling on TV, there's a bunch of yelling and shouting. I don't hear, I don't hear much of that right now. How come? Well, if you come for a game, you will. You will. You'll hear a lot of harder, harder, sweep harder, sweep harder. In fact, uh, that's kind of a joke around our house now is sweep harder <laughs> when you're cleaning up dog hair. <laughs> That's Mary Bouchel. She's throwing stones with her husband and a friend. She never curled before. The club opened up just a few months ago. But now, she's hooked. We're located in an area where winters are long, and I think this is just an absolute great addition to our community. Up until just a few years ago, David Gersonson had never curled before either. But the day after the 2016 election results rolled in, he fell asleep on his couch and woke up sore. A pain in my neck, if you will. That led Gersonson to visit a new chiropractor, a chiropractor who happened to be the founder of the Traverse City Curling Club. He told me to come try curling, so I did. He got his neck fixed and a new passion. Gersonson says he quickly realized that curling was really the only thing in his life that when he did it, he was completely immersed in it. It's so much fun just throwing a stone down a sheet of ice that weighs 40 pounds, trying to land it in the middle of a target there. Soon after that, he began dreaming of building his own curling club. So he bought an old schoolhouse in Leelanau County and began building the curling rink as an addition to the building. He doesn't like talking about specific costs, but says much of his life savings has been poured into the project. I mean, you could buy a nice house on, on the lake. You could buy a nice house on Lake Leelanau. Could buy a nice house on uh, Lake Michigan, but it's, it's a number that I've kept under wraps up to this point. 
Gersonson is familiar with business ventures. He's an entrepreneur who owns a few hotels in Leelanau County. In January, he and his wife bought their fourth hotel, Maple Lane Resort in Empire, to help fund the curling club until it becomes financially stable. Uh, and we call it the Plan B Hotel. And in, in curling, you have a shot, but oftentimes that shot doesn't go according to plan, so you call him Plan B. Gersonson says his accountant and lawyers thought he was crazy for investing so much of his money into something so unproven. But that didn't deter him. It, it, it just came down to what else am I going to do with the money? Enjoy it while I'm still here. Besides the curling club, there's also a new restaurant in the same building called Broomstack. Gersonson says the club hasn't really hit its stride yet, but he's confident people will come. I know they're going to show up because it's something that's incredibly fun to do in this area uh, where there's not a lot to do in the wintertime. Curling lessons are offered at the Leelanau Curling Club, and Gersonson says leagues are going to start up after Labor Day. Four Points North, I'm Dan Wanshura. This is Points North. I'm Max Johnston. Sturgeon are a long, gray, spiny, prehistoric fish that can live up to 100 years old. But overfishing and habitat destruction has decimated their population across the state. Some baby sturgeon were released last weekend as part of a joint effort between the state, tribes, and conservation groups to restore populations of this ancient fish. IPR's Kay LaFond attended a release ceremony hosted by the Little Traverse Bay Bands of Ottawa Indians. About 80 people stand in a circle surrounding Fred Harrington. He sits on the ground. Just behind him is a large trailer, and in it are 56 baby lake sturgeon. But our sturgeon is one of our, um, our thought-provoking clans, one of, one of our clans of wisdom, and uh, we learn from the sturgeon. Harrington is on the tribal council of the Little Traverse Bay Bands of Odawa Indians. He's giving a teaching about sturgeon, talking about their significance in Odawa culture. So when we, uh, um, when, when we think about the past, we look to the one who's been here the longest. And the sturgeon has been here for a long time. You know, they say the sturgeon in the trailer were born in the nearby Black River. They were scooped up and spent a few months getting strong at the tribe's fish hatchery. Now, they're ready to be released into the Sturgeon River from the tiny village of Wolverine. The Sturgeon River flows into Burt Lake, where, like many other places in the state, sturgeon have suffered a massive decline since the 1800s. Habitat destruction and overfishing have left populations at a fraction of what they were. You know, there used to be probably thousands of fish, adult fish in Burt Lake. Uh, Now we have probably less than 200. That's Chris Day hatchery manager for the tribe. He says the fish released today should mature and come back to the river in about 20 years. So we're, we're looking to manage the population in Burt Lake, and we're hoping that they'll return here to spawn and then flush out back into Burt Lake. The tribe has released about 3,000 baby sturgeons since 2013. This year, their goal is 700. Because of some cooler weather, most of the fish aren't quite ready. But today is the scheduled sturgeon release celebration. Folding tables are sagging under potluck dishes. Councilmember Harrington came to teach and hold a ceremony. And everywhere, there are kids eager to handle fish. So a few dozen of the tiny creatures have been brought to the river a little early. Day jumps into the back of the trailer and gives a lesson in how biologists track the fish they release. Um, If you see a white spot on your fish, it's a super glue. 
they have that microchip in them and we actually have to insert the tag and to keep the tag from falling out and to have it heal faster we actually super glue it shut. He and other staff start handing kids buckets and directing them towards the river. Kevin Donner, fisheries biologist for the tribe, talks his son, Key Waden, through releasing his sturgeon. Nice and gentle, remember? You got him? Yeah. Okay, can I throw him in? Yeah. Say bye. Bye, fishy. The fish are apparently hardy enough to survive being handled by kids. Not surprising when you consider that they can live to be over 100. For Points North, I'm Kay LaFond. And that's the show this week. You can find old episodes at pointsnorthradio.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Max Johnston. Dan Watchera will be back next week. Thanks for listening.